The Very Good Adventuring Team podcast contains crass, foul, vile, terrible, immature, and mature content. Jeff Cockthunder, a Goliath Barbarian, and if you dishonor myself or my friends, my hammer will yearn for your face. This is Furitan Furcantries. I am a Dwarven Druid, and I like to find myself some nice leaves to sleep on. This is Peter McMoist. I'm a dark elf bard, and I'm the best fucking town crier in Terragard. Previously on the Very Good Adventuring Team. Bjorton used Speak with Plants to find more Armstrong seeds. They found the last of what they needed and proceeded on down the road. They encountered a man named Jensen who tells them he is fleeing from a cult who has been trying to sacrifice him and suck out his soul. They gathered the information from him, then let him flee on to his hometown of Garfokio. Arriving at the temple, Peter attempts to seduce the high priestess using Jeff. It is moderately successful. He then tried to sneak away from the group but was not successful. We rejoin the action in the temple. So we've got some ritual work to do. Um, why don't you guys hang out here? And I'll be back in a little while. Uh, first time first time with the ritual. Not really sure how long it's going to take. But you guys hang out. Um, and we'll be back with you in just a little while. And with that, she stands up and uh, starts walking away from you. all these other guards just hanging around huh yeah and they're just sort of table milling about the room jericho the snake brock and hacksaw are uh keeping their distance but definitely staying like on the side of the room that you guys are on we'll say so i think i'm gonna stand up from the table here slowly just walk around like i'm looking at the room and sit by uh, peter here and then I'm going to say, Hey, Peter, how do you want to go snooping around? <laughs> Peter Park. <laughs> um, I'm like, yeah, but I tried and I got caught. I thought something like that might happen. Uh, I got this spell, uh, pass, without, uh, pass Without a Trace. Remember us using that once? Sound like it yeah. Was, yeah, might might be handy in this scenario, eh? 
I have, um... Ooh, what do I got? I got Disguise Self as well. Oh. Well, no. How long does that does that take anything to uh, conjure up? It uh, lasts for an hour, but uh, but I can I can give it a shot. I mean, yeah, I think I think that's a good that's a good plan here. I'd, I'd be into that, and then I would uh, stand up again and kind of just walk around to the other side of the table here. This is a nice nice place you got here. Good build. Uh, has a weird stink to it, but that's cool. Thanks, guys. <laughs> it's a, it smells like orgies. Smells like, but, uh, like uh, moist and regret, but it's cool. <laughs> Ooh. That's that's a colorful description. <laughs> um, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to whisper to Fjord, and I'm gonna be like, "Listen, I'm, I'm gonna cast a spell, but uh, I need a I need a distraction. Can you distract these guys or something?" I probably. Uh, Fall back. Well, I mean, I guess uh, I would say, uh, does uh, Jeff know the plan here? What's Jeff doing? I don't even know. I'm just watching you two. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody asked me to get involved. <laughs> does, does, does Jeff know the plan, I would say? Yeah, I've been listening. Okay. What are you doing? Um, gotta make a distra- distraction. So I think. Oh, man. I'm gonna go ahead and stand up, give like a big wink, and then kind of go over here. And I'm gonna accidentally uh, catch the back of my pants on fire a little bit. <laughs> I'm like, oh my god! Oh, oh my god! What is this? An open flame? This is not regulation. And start just freaking out over here and kind of run this direction. Okay. To the, to the east here. Uh, you start running in that direction, and uh, I think that. Now let's see here. Let's let's make me. Why don't you roll? Why don't you roll a one d eight? Only a one d eight. That'd be a six. A six. So you get the attention of all four of the people that are uh, down here. You're gonna. Are you gonna run down like say this little corridor to the north or the one that's uh, to the west? Oh uh, yeah, a little corridor. It's gonna be a little corridor to the north, and I don't want to go too far just in case the plan didn't work. But at least far enough away from Peter that people can run down and see if I'm okay. Alright, so I'm going to shove you all the way into this room here. Okay. And I'm going to say that you got the attention of all four of these individuals that are downstairs and the uh, they like they come running and they've got, you know, like little goblets of wine and uh, some you know, little things of water and they're all splashing you and they're like oh jeez jeez oh you're on fire oh my goodness and you're like running around trying to be as distracting as possible mm-hmm. while that happens and Fjordan's getting soaked in whatever liquids happen to be around <laughs> Peter tell me what you're gonna what are you gonna do um I'm going to cast disguise self in the form of sable Okay. Why don't you put that one in the chat? I'm not as familiar with that spell. Do, do, do. With Fjorten on fire also. <clears throat> I get up, throw my hands above my head, and start flailing them around. Ah, <laughs> ah, <laughs> start yelling or yelling. <laughs> Running around. Pandemonium. All right. I 
I've never actually used or been around this spell being used before. I did not know uh, what all the conditions were, but it seems to me that the only thing I need to know from you is your spell save DC. It is. And if somebody tries to discern, does it change your voice too? You know, I didn't read that, so I think I, I think I'm not going to be able to to talk. You can definitely add a hat to your outfit, though. I mean, that's something. Ooh, is it a fashionable hat? I think uh, I think Sable was wearing a fashionable hat, perhaps even at, at a jaunty angle. Oh, who doesn't love a fashionable hat at a jaunty angle? Everybody loves a jaunty hat. Right? Especially when they're at fashionable angles. Fashionable angles, yeah. All right. So you cast Disguise Self, a level one illusion. For up to one hour, you can appear to be as Sable, which you now do. Okay. And with that, I'll just uh, walk very briskly in the opposite direction, so towards the east end of this hall, and uh, try to disappear behind one of these pillars. Okay. Uh, You did see Sable go up the stairs, by the way, where I'm indicating on the map. So they went kind of to the north. Um, but you want to go... Well, go ahead and move yourself to wherever you want to be. Badoop, there you are. Far, far on the east side of the map. Fjorten, back in your little alcove here, you are thoroughly extinguished, thoroughly moistened, and, uh... Well, that, that, that pretty much sums it up. <laughs> there you are. What would you like to do now that oh. everybody's... Everybody's like, whoa, whoa. Oh, oh God. Jeez, you okay? Oh. Yeah, I just... I was admiring these pillars, and I just I just didn't see that behind me. Oh, God, are my pants okay? And how ruined are my pants? Uh, let's let's do a little D20 roll to see how what, what level of pants ruining you've gotten achieved. Is high dong hanging out or is low dong hanging out? <laughs> you take the high dong, and I'll, I'll take, take the, the low, low dong. dong. 11. 11. So your pants are... Uh, your assed chaps have become assless chaps, but they're otherwise functional clothing. Oh, God. Is, oh. oh, rather embarrassing. Let's say you're, you're missing, like, one one cheek of buttock in your current pair of pants. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, man. Oh, I hope this doesn't ruin this elegant evening enjoyment. Oh, man. Oh. Um, well, thank you all so much. You have really done your duty today. I... I, I I believe I wouldn't be here without you. Um, shall we go back? They're like, uh, yeah, okay. And they start uh, meandering into the other room. And as you're getting closer to leaving, uh, Jericho is like, oh, no, it's, it's after you. And... <laughs> well, why, thank you, um, <clears throat> Jericho. Is is following close behind and like, and I quickly maybe keeping <laughs> keeping a close eye on your exposed batak. I think everybody here is kind of sizing you up, you know, as potential recruits. They want to know, uh, they want to know what they've got in store. Mm-hmm. So I flash the cheek. Oh, you flash that cheek. I'm flashing the cheek. All right, but uh, all right. Yep, just looking around and seeing that Peter's not here, I would feel that the. Uh, Distraction was successful, and go back and seeming like nothing's wrong. So it seems. I'm going to make a couple of rolls here. All right. Out of all of these folks, Brock, the snake, and uh, if I can get them all back to where they were, and Hacksaw, 
they just kind of go back to milling around the room. Um, but Jericho, coming back in, takes a, a look up and around the room from uh, Fjorton's hindquarters once they are hidden hidden on the couch again and says, Wait a second. Where's the other one? Wasn't there one more of you? What? <laughs> <laughs> What are you talking about? Roll me some deception. Uh, roll me a <laughs> what roll? Huh? <laughs> what What did you say? Huh? <laughs> what was that? These are some real uh, real Skyrim level guards here. <laughs> one guy gets blown across the room by your overpowered bow shot, and the other one's like, must have been the wind. <laughs> like The guy got it right in front of him, too. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> <laughs> Two. <laughs> Two. Uh so this this one, Jericho is like Uh I don't like this. One of them's one of them's gone. And they are gonna go start circling around the room. I'll ask Jericho, um when you're heading over, do you have an extra pair of pants perhaps somewhere I can grab from you? Jericho says, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll look around in, in just a second here. I, I think I've got an extra pair uh, in, in, in a room here. Uh, hang on, hang on. Damn. And they climb up here by the top of the stairs. And then they kind of circle around over here. Then they're kind of coming down here. Jericho is... Is so far, you guys are your luck's holding out. They're they're just kind of looking around. They're not uh, trying to get their teammates involved, uh, but they're going through and they're starting to inspect some of these other rooms. And these other rooms appear to be featureless and barren on this map that I did not unfortunately take the time to populate. But the side rooms that you see are supply rooms. You see some uh, you know cooking implements and whatnot in some of them. You see bedrooms and, you know, like, places where people actually sleep. Some slight personal effects, things like that. A chest full of cheese wheels. A chest of cheese wheels. Yeah, there's always a chest of cheese wheels. That's, uh... Oh. And... So, Peter, are you attempting to stay hidden? Yeah. Alright, why don't you... Why don't you roll me a d20? Let's just kind of see how lucky you are and whether or not Jericho pursues the corridor you are down. 14. Oh, this time you are lucky. I rolled a 10 on my side, so Jericho Ooh. peers down the hallway, listens for a moment, and hearing no sign of anything weird, comes back into the central room. Oh, stretches out horizontally by eight tiles. <laughs> That's weird. And comes back over. It doesn't come all the way back over by you guys, but is like, you know, kind of like eyeballing the, the three of you, Fjord and Jeff and Stuart, suspiciously. Doesn't particularly want to make conversation anymore. It's now just like, you guys are up to something. And Jericho knows. They don't know, but they know. But at that point, they're going to leave you alone. Everybody's going to go about their sort of culty business. Uh, all right. Jeff, what are you uh, what are you doing with yourself? Um, you know, I'm kind of lost at this point, so I'm kind of stupidly looking around, like I'm not super involved. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Uh, Fjorten, you got anything, uh, any other tricks up your sleeve? Um, I kind of think that's all the, uh, tricks up my sleeve. I don't want us to be, uh, any more suspicious than we have to be. While I think in Peter's just kind of doing his sneaky business. Right on. Mm, Peter, tell me about your sneaky business. Well, I'm sneaking around, not finding shit, and I suddenly discover that I've found a dead end. So, I'm going to kind of, I thought I heard Jericho up at the end of the hallway, so I'm going to kind of sneak, sneak, sneak back. And I kind of peer around the corner that I'm uh, currently currently behind, trying to see what's going on out there and who's where. Well, let's see here now. You can see the general scene uh, in there. The uh, four acolytes are generally around the room, and... At the moment, none of them are looking in your direction. Okay. Well, then I'm going to try to quietly, quickly move past this little corridor and try to make it to the pillar just across the way. I think you can successfully do that. All right. And I'm going to peek around the other side of that pillar. Let's do another roll and see if anybody's looking. Your luck perseveres. There is nobody looking at you right now. All right. I'm going to. Hop on over. Do I see anything of interest in the, the room I'm in now? Uh, let's see here. What kind of a room would this be? This is uh, this is one of the smaller rooms. Let's say that this is a storage room, and you find in here some sacks of grain. Um, you know, maybe a spare pair of pants. I don't know what you'd use that for or anything, but. <laughs> and uh, let's see here. Do you find anything interesting in there? Well, I rolled a 10. Um, hmm. I feel like a 10 is not, not enough for something super interesting. Uh, but let's say that you do find, uh, you find a box that has uh, a couple more of these, these big C necklaces in it. Uh, all right. Well, I'll grab those and put them in my pocket. Loot, loot, loot. And uh, I think now I need to go and follow... Where Sable went somehow. So I think we're going to need another distraction. And how would you communicate that to your friends? Or how would you make a new distraction? Well, uh, let's see. I'm going to peek around the corner again. Mm. Uh, nobody's looking directly at you on this 10 that I rolled again. Because for some reason 10s are popular. Uh, but you can tell that uh, Brock is kind of looking to the north so you'd be in their peripheral vision so you're not going to get basically a, a free pass on this one you'll have to make an actual check okay i'm gonna i'll make a check then you're gonna try and sneak across to the stairs uh well no i think what i'm gonna have to do is set something on fire and uh it's not gonna be fjorton's pants this time <laughs> no <laughs> okay. all right but what I want to do is get, uh, I need to, well, I'm going to, I want to get back to where I was. I need to cross back over behind this other pillar and I'm going to get into this room over here and there's some, uh, braziers in there and I, th I think I'm going to have to find whatever I can and start a fire in there. Okay. Uh, let's say you're able to sneak across that little patch of hallway successfully. You get into this room, you can see that there is some braziers of fire. And uh, 
what did I say? So this room is like sort of the kitcheny room. Um, and you can find in here, uh, let's say there's some, some logs and some kindling for starting the kitchen fire. Uh, you can also find some oils and whatnot for cooking. So you've got, you've got material to make a fire, but not too much else fancy in here. All right. Well, I'm going to make a fire. Are you going to make a fire in like the fire pit or are you going to make a fire in like, <laughs> like something you can throw out into the room? No, I just want it in this room, so I'll I'll kind of keep it in the fire pit, but I want it to, you know, I'll put some oil on the ground or something like that, make it look like something fell over, and uh, I want everybody to come in into this room, basically, is what I want them to do, and I'm going to sneak out the other side of this pillar. Okay. <laughs> What's with all these fires? Oh, it's just a burny day. All right, you place... Uh... You place some kindling and some tinder and whatnot in the in the stove, and uh, spark that bad boy up. And you place uh, a little bit of oil in and around the fucking I don't know whatever ye oldie people cooked with. And it probably takes about three four minutes to get sufficiently hot. But then uh, smoke starts rolling on out of this room. And let's see. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you get everybody's attention. <laughs> and they all start moseying their way over there. Okay. And then I'm going to have you make a stealth roll. I'll contest it on this side. Wow. No one rolled above a six. They are very it. distracted by this fire. I got so a 12. Your 12 is uh, very satisfactory. They get into the kitchen, and let's see here. Why don't you make me one more, just a straight-up D20 roll. See how smart and how lucky everything is. Five. <laughs> All right. You are not as lucky. These people do know how to manage a grease fire. If you got a good enough roll, I was going to say they, th they throw water on it, which everybody knows you're not supposed to throw water on a grease fire. But it does take them some time to get this all put back out as they are all rummaging around in this room. And you are able to successfully sneak on past and get back into the main room. Looking like Sable still. All right, well, I'll sneak on up the stairs, and uh, I don't know, I'll guess, I'll just I'll give Fjorten and Jeff the thumbs up, like, and give them a shrug of the shoulders, like, eh, you want to go? I don't know. Um, I look at Jeff kind of frantically in this point, and I'm like, uh, you can do this pass without a trace thing. Did you want to go? Yeah. All right, so I will go ahead while no one else is in the room and cast pass without a trace. Cool. Are you, how many people can you cast that on? Or that's, oh no, it's a radius of you. That is a radius. Okay. Is Stuart in your choice and radius? I feel Stuart would be in our choice and our radius. Okay. A veil of shadows and silence radiates from you, masking you and your companions from detection for the duration, which by the way is concentration up to one hour. Each creature you choose within 30 feet of you, including you, has a plus 10 bonus to dexterity stealth checks and can't be tracked except by magical means. I don't know why I love the phrase magical means so much, but it's a satisfying alliteration. Magical. Marvelous Marvin and his magical means. 
So we get up to one hour. And so I'm going to go ahead and not waste any time and run behind Peter. All right. Y'all hoot scoot and boogie. Are you making your way fully up the stairs? I will be making my way fully up the stairs. Most excellent. Let me just do a thing Uh-oh. over here. I like that. And then let me scoot you guys over to a new map. And then let me put you on that map. Where the fuck am I? What am I doing? Peter Fjorten Cockthunder. You climb a set of stairs, a semi-narrow set of stairs from below. And so what you guys can see on this map is um, there's this large central area that I'm going to draw on to indicate that essentially this whole area that I just boxed in in green, which is like a hundred foot by hundred foot space, is all open to below. So anybody looking up could potentially, if they sufficiently pass the check, see you. To your north, you see a magnificent, about 60, 70 feet wide and about 40 or 50 feet deep balcony that looks off majestically into the open desert, uh, now night air. And there's just fucking braziers lit everywhere. Like, these people are super into these fire pits, man. It's like, like there was a sail or something. You have all ascended to the top of the stairs, so you can see there's a rather large squarish area um, and a, a balcony running all the way around that. And then immediately to your south, far, far to the distance, because this place is friggin' huge, you can see that there is another room. You can hear activity coming from that room, and you can see that there are people in there. It appears more cultists. Um, but right now, you don't have a real clear view of what's going on there because you are... Let me zoom out so I can measure this all. You're about 150 feet uh, from that room and the people in it. Oh, and by the way, let me give credit. It is Mark Drummond J, apparently. Mark Drummond J. Yep, Mark Drummond J, which you can find at artstation.com slash Mark Drummond J or markdrummondj.com as well. And that's where this awesome frickin' map came from. And I think Josh was right. I think this is something more Star Wars themed, but it was a pretty badass desert temple, so we're using it. It'll work. Anywho, y'all's got up to the top of the stairs here on the second floor in this uh, beautifully drawn temple. And what would you like to do? I like to gaze into the the outside in awe, as you say. Mm, it inspires awe. It's beautiful. Oh man, I'm I'm awed right now, really. And then warm I flash back to what we're doing. The warm smell of colitas rising up through the air. I don't know what a colita is, though. Is that a flower? Probably made up. <laughs> Are those small colas? Colitas? Oh. Like in uh, we built this city. They say somebody does the mamba. There's no such thing. It's like <laughs> fuck off, starship. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here with your made-up words. Yeah. Well, I don't think uh, and Peter could see us, can he? Um, probably not, unless he was. Well, he was looking directly at you. I don't, know, Peter. What do you think? Were you were you kind of following, watching them? Do you know where they are, or did you just proceed ahead haphazardly? Uh, I think I proceeded ahead, probably haphazardly. Okay. 
So Peter's up here climbing on up these stairs. Uh, do you want to go? You want to go east or west? Um, I don't know. I'm gonna roll for it. All right. Look at us using dice, like D and D players. I'm going right. So you start climbing up the stairs to the right, or at least I assume you start climbing up the stairs. I guess I just did decide that for you. Fucking DM Nick railroading his players again. Uh, all right, so he starts moving his way up. Fjorten and Jeff, are you following along behind? I will be following behind. Absolutely. Man, right. I'm trying to think how uh, how we're going to get his attention without getting everybody else's attention that we're behind him, unless we unless we can whisper to him, but. I don't know. I, I don't think I'm going to do that. All right. There's that terrifying picture we chose to represent Stuart. Monday. I don't, I, th- I don't even want to describe it. Howdy, VGAT fans. How's life treating you in these terribly interesting times? Very well, I hope, and I hope all of you are healthy and happy and leading excellent lives. I wanted to say a quick thank you to all of the folks who've been liking us on Facebook recently. I don't check Facebook as often as I should for activity from all of you, but when I do, it's super nice to see. So thanks to all of you, and thanks to everyone for listening. I would love to remind all of you that we have a website, and that website is thevgat.com, T-H-E-V-G-A-T.com. The best thing about the website is probably the artwork we've had commissioned, but you'll find all kinds of other things there, like uh, links to our Patreon and social media stuff, and, you know, just, just fun things. It's just fun. It's just, it's super fun. You should check it out. It's fun. Uh, just randomly this week, I would like to thank Terry Cruz for being one of the most amazing people on the planet and uh, one of my personal heroes for so many reasons. If you don't know who Terry Cruz is, you should look him up and enjoy the amazing stuff he's done with his life. And that, my dearest friends, is all I have for you this week. Let's get back into the action. So do you want to try to get Peter's attention? What, what, what do you want to do there? Or do you just want to follow along behind just, him? Just following along behind him. Okay. Uh, then Peter, tell me your next steps. Um, what do I see from where I'm at? From what you see, uh, you can see, again, way, way to the south. You can see the room that appears to have activity going on in it. There's several large braziers, um, a balcony overhanging, and it looks like that's that stairway kind of leads up into another room. Uh, You can't get a good view of what's going on in there just because of the angle of the stairs going up, but um, you can hear some some light chanting, let's say. You know, maybe uh, not quite Gregorian, uh, maybe not quite that in tune, but that's definitely where the action is. You can see that there are several passageways that lead left and right uh, off of the balcony that you're on, both on the side that you're on and way, way across, but um, doesn't appear to be much exciting going on in any of those little side rooms. Okay. 
Well, I'll kind of make my way up the stairs. Uh, I, so you're saying I'm going up the stairs that it leads into a bigger room, basically? <clears throat> yeah, the room that you're in is very large. Um, you went up a couple sets of stairs to get up here, and then that area that I've boxed in in green in the center, that's... Uh, let me just measure that out real quick to be sure. Looks like it's about 60, 70 feet of just the central area of this room is open. Okay, and that that's basically where we... I can see down into the room from which we just came. From which you came. From whence you came. And then the room that it's, that's at the top of the stairs, is there anybody in that room? Uh, right at the top of the steps, that's that big old balcony, and no, there's nobody in there. Okay. Well, I'll... Have the element of surprise and stealth on your side. Well, get to the top of the stairs and I'll peek down into the uh, lobby area. See if I can see what's happening down there. Um, you know, just as a curiosity, Fjorten, did you cast your Pass Without Trace on uh, Peter as well? I don't believe he was 30 feet from us, so I think he missed it. I'm... He missed it. I tried well, to get close, but... Oh, oh if you if you stayed and you did get close, then yes. He would have gotten I... with us. Yeah, and you know what? There's, I'm not seeing anything in this spell that says that it doesn't start affecting people that come into the range, so I'll say that if you choose to, you can extend this Pass Without a Trace effect to Peter. I would like to extend this Pass Without a Trace to Peter. All right. He probably doesn't know that, but <laughs> y'all are passed without trace now. I'm sorry, Peter, you were doing something there? Uh, I was just looking down into the lobby. Did I see any, anything happening down there? It takes probably three minutes, let's say, for um, for the people to put out that little grease fire that you started down in the kitchen. And in the time it took you to get up the steps to where you are, and unbeknownst to you, uh, have your companions catch up to you and then look down. In that duration, you um, you see that like one or two of the people downstairs are coming out of that side kitchen and they're like coughing and you know waving their hands in front of their face and stuff. Um, they haven't started looking for you yet. Is uh, is Fjorten or Jeff coming up behind me? Do I see? Uh, if you take a look, I'll have you. Well, why don't you make a uh, make a little perception roll? And I'll just say if you beat like a 10 because they're not trying to hide from you, then you can see them. Be a 13. Oh, yeah. So there you go. You can see uh, your fellows on the stairs and stairway behind you. Good. Well, I peek back behind them and I guess we uh, wave them on through and we'll, we'll try to make it over to the next little alcove that's just to the southeast of us. <laughs> okay. Uh, and like I mentioned before, I'm going to save you a little bit of time on these. There's uh, there's a total of two alcoves, one that's kind of U-shaped and one that's just Wang-shaped. Um, there's nothing of real interest in there. You can see some mm, leftover cult orgy supplies. <laughs> mm. You take that to mean whatever you want. Oh, I'll take that. It'll mean it. So there's, like, uh, Gatorade or something in here? Man, they've been chugging Gatorade. Well, I guess we just keep making our way through, and uh, we'll get right up to the corner of where all the action is happening, and maybe just peek our head around. Jeff. Yeah. Jeff, get on over here. What? Get on over here. All right. Y'all scoot yourselves on down, and Peter, you get to... 
you get to the the corner of this stairway going up, and it only goes up about you know ten somewhat shallow steps. From the bottom of these stairs, you can see not a, a full grand view of the room, but you can definitely see that this is a very very large room. In fact, let's use my handy dandy dimensioning tool and roll twenty again to say it is a thirty-five foot by one hundred and five foot room. Plus another 25 feet worth of the stairway that's leading up into it. It is a large and fairly well lit room, and you can see that there are a total of six acolytes in this room. You see both High Priestess Sable, who, don't forget, Peter still looks like. You see another High Priest, uh, and you can tell that they must be the High Priest and Priestess because their garb is a little bit more elaborate than the others around them. Down at the far end of the room, you can see what looks like it might be another acolyte, but they are on their knees in front of some object that it's hard to discern from this distance specifically what it is. And then just past that, you see a spectral image of a floating skull that appears to be watching and observing whatever these people are doing. What would you like to do? I'm gonna. I assume that um, Stuart followed us this way. Yeah, Stuart's trailing behind hesitantly, but definitely doesn't want to be left behind at this point. Maybe I'll just go back a little bit and try to meet him to where he was at, and then kind of alertly ask him in a, a whisper, There's a floating head. What the fuck is that? He whispers back, Floating head? There was never a floating head when I was here. Guys, I'm scared. <laughs> that didn't come with the orgy? No. Okay. There was a lot of head in the orgies, but it was never floating. <laughs> this is fucking weird. Stuart, you're a super cool man. Okay. I right, go back to Peter. We don't know what this is. <laughs> well, uh, is it, do we see any friendlies in there at all? Out of all the things we see in there, is there anybody, like, friendly? Um, you know, I'm honestly not sure how to, uh, how to answer that. Um, there are the six... Really, a uh, sixth and then a seventh acolyte in the room. Um, nobody, honestly, really none of them even know you're there, aside from High Priestess Sable is the only one that knows that you're, like, on the grounds at all, it seems. Um, nobody's been overtly hostile to you yet, but I'd say, I'd say, you know, it's like your first day at school. You haven't really made any friends yet. Well, the important thing is uh, we don't see, we don't see Stuart's wife in there, right? Uh, oh, if you want to bring Stuart up to inspect, you don't know who who's who right now. He's And Stuart's been kind of hiding back. So you want to call Stuart up to take a look? Yeah. So Stuart is going to get on up there. And let's see. Stuart is going to make a little bit of a stealth roll. Because he's going to have to climb those steps a little bit to see what's what in the room. Uh, Stuart gets up to like the second step. And he cuts the tiniest of squeaky little farts. But nobody seems to hear it. It's a real close call, but nobody hears it. And then he just quietly backs down and he's like, Yeah, that's that's her way, way up on the right. Which you can tell is the person I'm... Well, let me move you over there. Clicking and indicating on. They are very close to the front where this whatever ritual seems to be happening. Uh-oh. Um, so, like, is she in on this ritual? She's chanting along, that's for sure. Right, real. Uh-huh. 
Um, like, Stu, I think, I think your wife is sucking people's souls, man. <laughs> Stuart's like, but I got, I got this letter from her. It says to come, come here to the temple and get her. Maybe she wants to suck your soul. And, uh, well, Peter, why don't you, why don't you roll me insight? Insight. Oh, that's a 20. That's a big fat 20. Fatty 20. You are looking at, it is a dirty 20. Wow. (laughs) You're looking at this letter, you know, Stuart pulls out this crumpled note and like you reach out and you grab it. And you look at it, and it's like, there's something about the wording that's just not right. And you're totally like, yeah, this letter was to lure you back here. They wanted to suck your soul. (laughs) Well, how does he take it? Uh, How does Stuart take it? He's like, ooh, hmm, I'm not sure what to make of that. Uh, Stuart says, he's like, you know... <sighs> that's pretty bad, but she is still my wife. I'd, I'd feel real bad just leaving her here, but I don't know, man. I guess she did try to lure me in to suck out my soul. I mean, <sighs> she was always pushing me to do stuff back in the day that I didn't want to do. You know, we'd be here at the temple, things would get going, and she'd be like, you need to put garlic in that. And I'm like, man fish isn't really the right place for garlic and she'd be like no you need to put garlic in that and I was like man you're really pushing me right now I I don't know man what, I'm, glad what are you guys? About, I'm glad he's talking about food putting garlic in food but yeah I mean what did you think oh you th- okay yeah oh oh wow you can fit like five cloves in there wait and no never mind why am I asking yeah, yeah go go on I mean if you need to well man like what do you want to do um if uh if they find out we're here they're gonna suck our souls and if you don't want to hurt her they're gonna suck our soul (laughs) and uh otherwise we can try to sneak back out of here like what do you want to do man We're, we're here for you man we're here for you man uh, let's see. How does Stuart... Let's do one last dice roll. And we're going to see how Stuart reacts. Uh, should I stay or should I go now? Stuart says, you know what? Fuck this. We, sh- we should get out of here. This is real bad. This is way worse than I thought it was. This is real bad. We should try and get out of here. All right. Um, all right. Here's what I'm thinking. Uh, there is a good chance we're going to get caught. On the way back, I say we just leave fires all the way behind us and maybe even burn this whole place down. (laughs) The building itself is a giant edifice made of stone. You probably won't have a ton of luck burning the entire thing down, but you could sure fuck things up. (laughs) I say let's fuck it up. Yes. So we're just going to start tipping stuff over? That's the plan? Yep. Oh, yeah. It's not as good when we're all out of sync. I know. Do you know what one of the worst fucking things in the universe is? 
is being on a group, you know, Zoom or whatever meeting, and somebody's like, hey, did anybody else realize it's Cindy's birthday today? Let's all sing happy birthday, which is normally not a pleasant experience, I think, by any means. And then you throw in the fact that you've got, I don't know, 13 people discordantly attempting to sing at somewhat the same time. That sounds pretty terrible. That sounds just awful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't have a great ear for music or anything like that, but, you know, as that famous comedian said one time, I don't have to see a helicopter upside down a tree to realize, oh, you're a bad fucking helicopter pilot. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, weird analogy aside, you guys are going to start throwing shit around. So are we abandoning all stealth right away, or are we going to do like a little fucking things up while stealthy, or well, how do you want to play this? I say my my vote would be let's pile some shit in front of this doorway. Like, I don't think we want to trap everybody in there to kill them, but let's, uh, let's, give them, let's give ourselves a head start here and make sure that we have enough time to get out of here before these guys are able to rush out. Cootly, oh. Uh, all right. So let's say in the neighboring alcoves, you guys can see that there are sort of uh, parallel alcoves that run, or sorry, is that the right word? Anyway, there's some alcoves that run along each of the sides here. And in those, you can find enough miscellaneous burnables, you know, maybe a chair or two, uh, some blankets, some, uh, used up mattresses, a handful of other things. (laughs) And you want to pile those up in front of this stairway to to delay anybody else's exit from the room, right? Yes. And eventually we're going to set it on fire. Okay. Uh, So you do have a little bit of a uh, natural advantage here because you guys are at the bottom part of some stairs and these people are distracted. So I'm going to have the three of you all roll me some stealth rolls at advantage to try and pile shit up down here. Ten. Eleven. Sorry, I was uh, reading like a nerd something. Fucking nerd. Yeah. With your fucking reading. A twenty. All right, with a ten, an eleven, and a twenty. God, with advantage, too. Ten and eleven was the best you guys could do. Uh, We're going to say... Hmm. You are stealthily piling things up. And it's going pretty well. The folks down on the lower level haven't really noticed you yet, even though they're kind of looking around. They just haven't thought to look upstairs yet. People in this chamber that are doing this sort of uh, ritual-like thing, uh, you're not really getting too much attention from them. And just before you're about to grab one of these little braziers and dump it onto the big pile of furniture and expended mattresses and whatnot... um. Let's see, uh, Jeff got the worst roll. Jeff just blunders into a chair and it loudly clatters down onto the stone. And the folks in this room realize that you're there. In this room here? Uh, yeah, all the folks in this, uh, this southern room down here, or at least those at the edge, uh, hear this noise. The chanting stops and you realize, oh shit, we done been seen and uh and then i think you uh and then i think you guys start the fire you might think to yourselves we didn't start the fire but you did <laughs> oh 
Oh, Jesus. All right, so... Um, so I'm going to draw on this here map. That's a good... None of these reds are a very satisfying fire color, but we're going we're gonna to draw it anyway. Here, there's some fire. Maybe it'll be a little more realistic if I put some yellow under there. Nope, that just made it look worse. Anyway, so there's a fire on a stack of furniture and, and what have yous at the bottom of these stairs. And there you all are. What would you like to do next? I think, uh, fucking book it. Fucking book it. So the real question is, how do we do a temple escape chase scene over fire? Oh, oh, just you wait. Because mm. if I know our plan is to um, book it where we are, right? So we got to get down the stairs and everything, correct? Mm -hmm. Yeah, seems to be. I would like to say, oh my God. And I would like to turn into an elk. An elk? An elk. Cool. You you do that, I guess. Oh, yes. Because nothing is more important than an elk, is to run away from fire and then out of cult buildings of orgies. It's actually on their procedure of what they need to do in order to survive, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that, that totally makes sense. Check that. Um, so, that tracks, yeah. yeah. Also, I was going to ask, can anyone ride me? As an elk, not, you know, ride me. But. <laughs> <laughs> I'll Leaving the body building. Are you, are you an elk now, and you're talking as an elk? Like, uh, can anyone ride me? <laughs> uh, I don't think I can talk as an elk, but I would, uh, like, kind of be doing the old, almost Black Beauty stallion thing, putting my hooves <laughs> up in the air. <laughs> you're, remember that South Park episode where the, uh, the elephant does it with the pig? Oh no! <laughs> and the pig's like backing up, like, huh, huh? <laughs> <laughs> exactly what I'm doing. Kind of just backing my butt up into Steve, uh, not Steve, but uh, <laughs> Stewart. Stewart. All right. You want you want Stewart to ride you? I think I think Stewart riding me would probably be the best, the safest bet here. Him being, you know, useless. All right, let's uh, let's get a little roll on my end. Oh my god, that dice is gone. Oh, Hi. I did it again. Uh, Stuart catches your drift and uh, and is like, oh, okay, here here we go. Uh, and in a very muscular Stuart kind of way, hops up a, a hops up on you. That's fantastic. All right, which works out conveniently. Uh, just as much for me narrative wise what we're gonna do uh let's see here man how are these people gonna try to get over by uh i gotta say i should have looked up some different chase mechanics before we did all this of course i didn't know that we would be in this situation um but the chase mechanics are not super exciting let's just say that you guys as a group are gonna sort of take a turn and then they as a group will take a turn we'll start with you guys doing it because you do kind of have the element of surprise here you're all up at the top of this thing tell me what would you like to do in your 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 first round we'll call it of uh of fleeing i think we should flee oh yeah oh hey um just out of curiosity fjordan can you turn into the things that fly no, not at this level. Boo. 
Okay. I'll look at that as well. Right on. Something really fat and soft that we could <laughs> we could jump on off of the top of this balcony. Can you turn a into a, a hut like Jabba? You just look at my my elky face, just get disgruntled. <laughs> okay, okay, all right. Um, I I don't know. We just fucking start running. Just uh, fucking start running. Okay. I mean, the only way we have to run is down those stairs. So, uh, um, I don't know. We're gonna we're probably gonna run into those other guys at some point. I would think. Fuck those guys. It seems to be a thing that'll happen, and I guess we'll deal with that once we get there. Uh, why don't uh, Why don't I get a dexterity check from all of you? Dexterity. And we're no longer stealth, right? That kind of threw us off. Yeah, I think igniting the building on fire, or at least trying to, probably, probably made that not great. Yeah, makes sense. Twenty. That doesn't seem unfair, right? You know. Did Jerry roll the, the building right? on fire? Did Jerry roll the right dice? Yes, I did. Probably did I roll uh, the right dice. No, we're doing uh, it. Jerry rolled a dexterity save, um, so it should just be regular dexterity. But I'll take it because fucking why not? <laughs> All right, with a twenty, a twenty-three, and a six, I'm going to say that on average you guys did well, and you're able to get far away. All right, so that's two failures. One success, two more failures, and one more success. So, out of the group of people here, I'm going to say that all of you guys made it all the way over to the top of the stairs. Two of the people in this room, one of them being... Actually, I'm going to say you guys are all the way at the bottom of these stairs. And... Peter's still looking like Sable, correct? Uh, still looking like Sable, so that's going to be confusing. Uh, Oh, wait, no, it wasn't this one. It was this one. A lot of things to move around on the map. Give me just a minute. So there are a grand total of eight people who saw you and decided to break off the ritual for a mo and start pursuing you. Of those eight, two were able to successfully leap the mattress fire. And that right there is High Priest Savage and Goldberg. So they are up here, sort of at the the top of the balcony, looking down into this courtyard area. You guys have made it all the way to the other side and are now starting to descend down into the courtyard area. My assumption at this point is that you are going to continue to try and flee. That would be, I think, the plan. Vanelk, anyway. Right on. No other objections or alternate plans. You start making your way downstairs. Give me another series of dexterity rolls to see how good you are at stairs. It's well known. Elk are not good at stairs. Is your... Sam, is your dexterity just a plus zero? It is. Okay, perfect. With a three like a piece of shit a 16 and a 21 collectively again you do very well on this roll and y'all are able to make it down into the first level and that corridor there 
you are pretty far away, so I think Goldberg is going to try and run. But High Priest Savage up here is going to cast a spell instead. And the spell that they're going to cast, looking down upon you, they're going to cast Hold Person. They're going to choose a humanoid they can see within range, and that target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be paralyzed for the duration. At the end of each of its turns, the target can make another wisdom saving throw. On a success, the spell ends on the target. Casting this just at the second level, they are going to have to pick one of the three of you that are moving to target. Let me roll me a D to see who it be. That right there is going to be Fjorten. Oh. In elk form, they are attempting to cast Hold Person on you. Joke's on you. I'm a beast. You are a beast. That means it doesn't work on him. Oh, God, that's right. Yeah, never mind. They wouldn't do that. Are you sure about that? Yeah, they would know better. All right, the Holding Stewart, fine. Sucks to be you, Stewart. Uh, no, in fact, this is going to be at Peter instead. So, Peter, I'm going to need a wisdom saving throw from you. That would be a five. With a five. So, y'all get to the bottom of the steps, and let's see, let's get some cultists over here as well. They're all kind of coughing and gagging from the fire in the kitchen that they've managed to get pulled out. And suddenly... A goliath, a drow, and an elk with a orc on their back comes barreling down the stairs into this lower level. As they reach the bottom of the stairs, Peter locks up and falls face first on the ground, taking one damage, one hit point of damage as he slams to the ground and is paralyzed. The scene before you is that high, the, uh, the High Priest is up there having cast Hold Person. That's on Peter right now. He's now face down on the ground. Uh, Fjorten is an elk with an orc on his back. Jeff, you're coming up behind, and you see that there are two acolytes close to you and two that are sort of far away. Uh, Jeff, in fact, let's start with you. What would you like to do? Keep on running. Campaign 2, episode 26, Nobody Asked Me to Get Involved, was released on June 14th, 2020. I'll make all of y'all a promise. If you come back next week, so will we. Vegan. 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 The Very Good Adventuring Team. Macho, macho man. I want to be. A nacho man. Nacho, nacho man.
man. I want to be a nacho man. Wiener, wiener man. I want to be a wiener man.